everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Lots of new faces around here. Hi, welcome to my little corner of the internet. If you've been enjoying the show, please leave a review, either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show. It really makes a big difference for us around here. Um, And this week's episode is another submission box episode. So somebody submitted a question, situation that they wanted like advice on essentially in the anonymous submission box, which is down below in the description. And it is about in-law relationships and kind of trying to improve a relationship with your in-laws or have a closer relationship with them. Um, Because family to all of us generally is pretty important. And if it's important to our partner, it's important to us. Um, So without further ado, let's get to it. Okay, so if you're new here, our anonymous submission box is just that. It's anonymous, so um, I don't know a ton about the people who submit these, so I just kind of read to you what they say. This person, she is 27, and her husband is also 27. Um, She said lots of nice things about the podcast, so whoever this was, thanks so much. Um, But her question was, you've talked a lot about dealing with the South Asian side of the families, but can you give some advice on the South Asian partner dealing with the other side? For some context, I'm Indian and my now husband is white. Initially, my parents were very against the relationship and his parents were always accepting of whoever he chooses. It took some time to convince my parents, but once they gave it a chance, they really came around. Now the really now they really make an effort to include my husband and get to know him and really treat him like a son. They even introduce him to all of their friends and family and brag about him to all the time to everyone. On the other hand, his family, while always really nice and accepting, never really makes an effort to talk to me or get to know me. I think it's because our cultures place such an importance on the families in the relationship, but I still can't help but compare our situations and feel sad. They treat his brother's white girlfriend very differently, always joking around with her and even texting her. They're very sweet to me, but they just don't make an effort to establish a better relationship with me. If they want to know anything, they will just text my husband instead of directly asking me. They made a huge effort during our Indian wedding. They got Indian outfits and were very accepting of my culture, but I think they just don't feel very comfortable with me personally yet. Family is very important to both of us, and he's very close to his family. Any advice on how to improve my relationship with his family? So obviously, like everyone's relationship with their in-laws is different. I actually asked my mother-in-law for her input on this question because, I mean, she's white too. So I was like, let's get your perspective, you know? So these are just like our thoughts. Um, I jotted down some of the things she said, so I'll share that as well. But I think it is important to keep in mind that like everyone's in-law relationships are always complicated and kind of tricky. Um, especially when there's like female dynamics involved because we just live in a world where like women are kind of taught to see each other as competition. So I feel like that is always something that can complicate things. Uh, 
And of course, if you have a mom of especially two boys, I'm married to someone who her mom, his mom is has two sons, and it can be a tricky dynamic to navigate. And I think anyone's knee jerk reaction is always to kind of go on the defensive. Um, but I'm going to try to give you both somewhat perspectives. And I think the biggest thing is cultural differences. Um, like you said in your question, like we as South Asians put so much on family. And while other cultures probably also put a lot of value and importance on family, I think the one thing to keep in mind is South Asians put value on family, but with no boundaries, (laughs) zero boundaries. We're just like up in each other's business all the time. We're constantly up each other's ass. Like my parents wouldn't know a boundary if it slapped them in the face. Like they just don't care. Um, And also I think sometimes managing our own expectations um, and remembering that it takes time. So those are kind of like the big takeaways is like, those are the big things, but we're going to go more into this here. First things first, you're allowed to be sad about the dynamics you thought you would have versus what you might be having, because we all have expectations of like what our life would look like or could look like with all these new people in our lives. Um, And I think it takes time. Like we're only 27. I imagine you've only been married for a little while. Um, And in-law relationships do not build overnight, especially not when you are married to someone from a different culture. And I think even within, like, if you married someone white, like, there's different variations of that. Like, I have an Italian mother-in-law, and um, let me tell you, Italian people, brown people, the same. Obsessed with their children, especially their sons. Obsessed with their culture and their food and their language and their religion. And that's how she grew up. She is much more just, like, American at this point. But, like, her, like, family is from Italy. So, like... There's even a difference in dynamics when I look at her family versus her husband's family, my father-in-law's family, who is Ukrainian, very prim and proper, very much, you know, things are always on time. People are always dressed nicely. Everyone's very polite. We've got our please and thank yous. And it's very like tailored in, for lack of a better phrase, like very like neat and tidy. Whereas like the other side is a little bit messier, a little louder, a little more like come as you will, you know, everyone's just all up in that. Um, And so even within two parents who are white, like there's very different cultures happening there. And you see it in the difference in their families and their in-laws, like their relationship, the in-laws are very separate. Like we're either on one side of the family or we're on the other. Like there's very little overlap. Like if that makes sense. Like if we're going to Mike's mom's side of the family, we're just with them. Like they didn't invite like Mike's dad's side of the family. If that does that make sense? Like there is like a very like clear distinctions and boundaries and like white people in general, I also feel like view family differently. Like if you asked my husband, he would be like, I don't even know who my second cousins are and I don't consider them family. That And he'll just straight up say that. And I'm like, what? Like, in my brain, that doesn't even make sense. Because in my brain, cousins are like siblings. Second cousins are your real cousins. And then there's everybody else who is also like just there. And you can't really figure out how to connect everyone. But they're all there, you know? We're just in everyone's business all the time. Um, 
So just like very different ideas of family. And sometimes I think the distinction in like boundaries between families is a lot starker in especially like white families. Like even like I think about when I got married, like I've never met one of Michael's uncles. So like my mother-in-law's brother lives in another state been with Michael for eight years. I've never met him. Didn't come to our wedding, you know, didn't, I don't think I've ever talked to him. And it's nothing personally, like, like truly, it was just like, oh, he lives far away and he's not going to travel for the wedding. And in my brain, initially, I was like, what? Like, what, does he not like us? Like, does he have a problem with us? Like, whatever. And literally, my mother was like, no, he's just not going to get on a plane and come. And I'm like, brown people would cross oceans to go to a wedding. And if they didn't, your family would hold a grudge against them for the rest of eternity. What do you mean he's not going to come? And then I was just like, oh, I guess. She was like, it's really not a big deal. Like, he's just not going to get on a plane and come. I'm like, okay, all right. Like, white people will literally not go to weddings for no reason. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, I just, I'm not going to go. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not? What? (laughs) I've literally heard white people say that. Like, they'll be invited to a wedding and without any reason will be like, we're just not going to go. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't understand. Brown people would bend the world in half to attend a wedding if they could. Again, just cultural differences. And I think it's just realizing like, it's not a personal thing. They'll just be like, oh, I just, I just don't want to go. And I'm like, oh, that's weird to me. Whereas I get a wedding invite and I'm like, the priority is to go to the wedding. So I think even just like the way we look at family is so different. Um, And sometimes we have to keep it in mind. I think in the situation with our in-laws, especially like mother-in-laws, I feel like that's always the the primary relationship. Like I'm very close to my mother-in-law and I love my father-in-law and he would do anything for me. But like me and my father-in-law aren't like going out to brunch together, just me and him, you know, like we chit chat, like we're very cordial and like, you know, I'll ask him questions or if I have a problem, I'll go to him. But like the person I am closest to, you could say is my mother-in-law. Whereas we're like, like I go shopping with her. We go to brunch together. We'll go to the movies and like it'll just be me and her. Um and my husband does have a twin brother who is single. So I guess I don't have another daughter-in-law to compare to. Um but what my mother-in-law said was I think the question could be if the person asking this question is very close to their own family then maybe her in-laws feel like they don't want to overstep like they might feel like well she's you know she spends a lot of time with her mom and dad she's really close to them you know I don't feel the need to be overly involved in their life and I think sometimes also like I've even heard white people just be like you know it's really none of our business like they're married now like this is their life it's not like my job to like go in and intervene or tell them what to do like it's a very individualistic mindset so I don't even know that it would be anything personal I think where it can definitely feel personal is in this situation it seems like they are a bit closer to the white girlfriend of your brother-in-law versus you who are now like you're now his wife right um and I think sometimes if especially if this situation is happening like right after the wedding what I find or what I noticed was like when you have that big Indian wedding it's the first time they realize like 
oh, you're like very different from us. Like, it's really easy to just blend in to American culture, especially if you grew up here. Like, I, like my my family, my in-laws, though, I get along with everybody. We like enjoy the same things. We follow a lot of the same pop culture. Like, they know a lot of the references I make, you know? And obviously with the Indian stuff, they don't, but like, you know, they're happy to like try to participate. But the wedding really throws it in your face. Like, while your in-laws are probably really happy to participate and willing to try their best to like go with the flow and like try to understand what's going on even though they don't and then it really throws in their face like oh we're different like this girl's different and that initial shock might also be where like they might feel a little hesitant where it can just be like I don't I don't know how to culturally approach this like and we also live in a time where sometimes I think, depending on your relationship with your in-laws, some people feel like they're going to get in trouble if they say the wrong thing, if they do the wrong thing, they ask the question the wrong way that they're going to offend someone and they're going to make someone upset. And it's almost like that. It like They get like almost frozen and like, I don't know how to. Um, So I think the best thing you can do is like, you know, like, put I guess make the effort on your end and try to make plans with your in-laws or like and do it in small groups like literally it can just be like you your mother-in-law and um the your brother-in-law's girlfriend like the three girls because I think I always say like girls are we're the social glue we're the social bonds we're the ones building connections like the guys just like exist and do what we say like no my brother not my brother my husband has no idea like what our plans are because I made the plans okay even the plans to hang out with his friends I made let's be real sometimes he makes his own plans I don't know um but most of like the relationship building is literally like me hanging out with my mother-in-law and so sometimes like it can feel a little weird and awkward and she might not know how to approach it so maybe just be like hey do you want to like grab coffee or grab brunch just the two of you invite the girlfriend if she's like very much involved in the family as well um girlfriends are always complicated especially with families we don't know like for me I was pretty much like brought right into Michael's family and invited to everything but I didn't really go to like holidays and stuff until we were married but once we were married like I was at everything every Easter brunch and Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving whatever and vacation here like all of it um but I've been married for five years these things all take time it will not happen overnight and that's important to remember. Like no one's relationship with anyone happened overnight. Um, and it can be hard because you obviously have this girlfriend who gets texts from your in-laws and they're joking around and like they might just feel a little more comfortable, especially if we're still struggling with the initial shock of like, oh, she's different and I don't know how to approach her. But then like you got this like white girl next to you who would probably just like, I don't know, is pretty like not that she's less approachable but just they feel like culturally is safer if that makes sense and I know that's like the wrong way to make make say it and probably sounds like I'm apologizing for white people but like that's probably what it is it's like oh yeah like I know what she likes she your mother-in-law probably looks at her and is like you know she probably likes like wears Uggs and like goes to Lululemon and watch the Barbie movie like pretty standard like stereotypical indeed white people things i could be wrong maybe she's not like that um 
And so if you kind of like, you know, you shoot your your in-laws a text or you ask them to hang out. And I think also remember, like, you don't have to be close to everybody. Like I say I'm close to my mother-in-law and I'm like close to my father-in-law, but just like, he's just a dad, you know, like we're never going to be like, let's go shopping together. Um, But then I'm not like super close with my brother-in-law. Like we get along, you know, and I can have a conversation with him, but like, we don't like hang out. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's a group activity. Um, And then there's members of Michael's extended family, some of whom, because Michael is so close to them, I'm super close to them. They're a little closer to our age. We hang out and it's like a straight up cousin fest, even though they're not cousins. I think, I don't even know. But it's also difficult because he's so much younger than the rest of his family because his mom had her kids in her 40s. So there's a big age gap difference. But there's parts of his family that we're super close. We go on vacation, so we hang out, we go to the bar, it's a riot. And then there's parts of his family where like it's very cordial and we see them for holidays and we send a Christmas card and they send us a birthday card and like it's very civil, but not a whole lot beyond that. So I think it's also just like there's going to be people that you are closer to and some people you're less close to and you can kind of decide how you want to play that. Um, and that a lot of things aren't personal and here's the thing if she does like there is a chance maybe your in-laws are struggling with some of their own internal issues um and struggling with understanding like you I guess I don't know it's not I don't want it to make it seem personal but if it is you can just ask them like maybe you just maybe you are reading it right I think our gut instinct is also something important to keep in mind if you like feel like oh they have an issue with you or something like you can ask them or you can ask your husband like your husband can also talk to his parents I think the biggest in-law boundary or line is like when there's problems especially like Michael deals with his parents and I deal with mine I'm not making Michael talk to my parents about something he has an issue with I am only just getting to a point where like I will talk to my in-laws if I have an issue with anything but it was it's mostly Michael um, but Michael also married someone who is as straight shooting as his mom is. So actually part of why we get along is like me and Michelle are both very like straight to your face, no bullshit. We're just going to say it. So like, if I have something I disagree with my mother-in-law, like I'll just tell her and then she'll tell me her thoughts. But we always keep in mind that nothing is personal and we still love each other at the end. So I think there's a different dynamic there of like learning how to have disagreements and then just like letting it go and getting over it. Because we do, like, straight up, like, we have had our fair share of disagreements. And she's, you know, we're still very close, and I wouldn't say I have anything against her. Um, But that took a while. Like, when we first got married, I, I always thought, like, if they said something that made me upset, or if someone in his family, like, did something that was, like, maybe hurtful or offensive, like, that I was supposed to take it so personally. And it's like, they didn't fucking think about it. And if you talk about it to them about it, they'll talk about it, and then we'll just move on. And then learning to just, like, truly let things go and not hold on to them was a big step. Um, So that is something to consider, is just have your husband talk to his parents. And at the same time, making your own effort to, like, try to make plans with one or two people at a time. And just over time, it will happen. And they'll kind of ease back into it. You'll ease into it. Um, And also just 
I think sometimes it's also like the weird lines people draw among families. Like my mother-in-law said, she's like, she's probably just not sure. Like if like the view, the person who asked this question is super close to their own mom. Like your mother-in-law might feel like she doesn't want to overstep or feel like, you know, she needs to be as involved in your life. It's like, oh, she has her own family. She has her own life there. And I don't want to like, you know, get, try to like bring a wedge in there. And then sometimes it's, it's the other way of trying to make everyone fit together, which I have done where like, I will make plans with my mom, my mother-in-law and me. And my mother-in-law is always trying to do that stuff. She loves it. She's like, oh, we should go to brunch. We should go here. I'm like, my mom like doesn't leave the house, Michelle, but you could try. Um, literally the only times I've managed to get my mother to show up to any of these things is me literally going and picking her up and driving her to whatever it was we did. Um, and that's just how it goes because my parents are weird and don't like do stuff, especially my mom. And so I have the opposite problem where like, I'm not super close to my parents and they're not really, they don't really make a ton of effort. Like, yes, they treat Michael and even his brother, like they worship the ground they walk on, but then like they have never like, unless we invite them over to like, we're having a pool party, we're having Thanksgiving, we're having whatever. And we invite my parents along with like my aunts and uncles and cousins, they will come, but my parents have never once come over to just hang out with my in-laws. They've invited them over. Like my parents will be like, oh, bring your in-laws, bring your brother-in-law, bring Michael, like come have dinner. But they will never come over, you know, like they won't leave their house to go to my in-laws, if that makes sense. Um, And that's super annoying. And it's super frustrating because I'm like, we've been married for five years and you live down the road. It's not that hard. Like they'll pop by and like drop off some mangoes or like Diwali snacks or whatever. But like, they're not like, close and my parents like don't really make an effort to try to like spend time with my in-laws outside of their own comfort zone which is their house so all these things go in multiple directions and everyone has their stuff and maybe you know what like I know (laughs) sometimes sometimes you don't want to be super close to everybody like sometimes you can't just have a cordial relationship too right like I don't know I, like I said, I'm very close to my mother-in-law, but that does come with the territory of, like, we can willingly disagree on things or, like, have a tiff and get over it. But if you're not someone who did that, you might not want a super close relationship with your in-laws because over time you will have disagreements. You might have things you see differently on or whatever. It could be, like, the most minor stupid shit. Um, So... Some people prefer not having very close in-law relationships. Um, I also have, like, my friends who are not brown, like, a lot of them, like, they they have, like, very, like, different ways of going about in-laws. Like, some of them, like, don't really spend time with their boyfriend or partner's significant other's family until they're engaged or, like, they won't introduce their parents to each other or until they're married or whatever, Like, there's a lot of cultural aspects to in-laws and the way families work. And families work in a billion different ways. And it's just a matter of kind of, like, finding your way. Like, I always find the best way to 
get people to get along is like activities. I'm a big activity girly, like, and luckily so is my mother-in-law, so it works out for us. But even when we're trying to like meet people like my my aunts and uncles, my mom, like whenever we have them over, my mother-in-law's immediate reaction is like, oh, we should do an activity. Like, should we get board games? Should we, should we like me? We went to tea for for Mother's Day one year. Like my mother-in-law had to literally explain to my aunts and my mom, like high tea, like going to a tea house and getting a tea service and like finger sandwiches and just like, it'll be fun. And my, my aunts were just like, what? And it was, it was fine. My cousins came. We forced everyone in the same room and truly like forcing everyone in the same room. If you really want like to be that kind of family where everyone is like comfortable around each other, cultural differences or not, like it's a matter of forcing everyone together. So it might just be like, hey, let's go to like paint and sip or let's go see this movie or let's go to whatever activity you two might have in common. And it might be paint and sip. It might be what's that thing people do? It's like wooden crafts, like board and brush, I think, where you can build like, you know, live, laugh, love wooden signs to put in your house or whatever. Um, Activities are a great way to like occupy people and casually have a conversation. And like, that might be a way to start. I hope this episode was helpful. I'm not sure if I made a point. I did take some notes. But yeah. I think that's all I have. I think everyone's relationship is different and it's hard to give advice because you don't really know, like, you know, all of the dynamics and all the past history of these people. And so I think this is the best I got. And thanks to my mother-in-law for participating today and throwing in her insight. Um, And I hope this was helpful. I try to keep things positive. Like, I don't like to immediately go on the defensive of like start a fight like no I don't I try to make this as kind of neutral and representative of all parties as much as I can um so hopefully that's what I did obviously this is just my opinion it's not really advice because I try to not give it even though I have a submission box so I don't know I, I need to take my own damn advice all right thanks for tuning in If you guys have something you'd like to submit in the anonymous submission box, it is linked down in the show notes at all times. Just click it. It does not collect any of your information besides like what you want to drop in there. It could be a question, a scenario, a suggestion, whatever, and then how old you are and anyone mentioned if it's a scenario like in this one, she mentioned that her and her husband are both 27, Um, just so we have a general age range of who we're talking to. Um, But yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell. Mm-hmm.